Hello, my friend. You are tuned into a brand new episode of Tide Pod, and today we are doing that thing that we like to do around here. We're going to kind of mix a little bit of business with a little bit of personal life. That's right. Today, we're going to talk about my maternity leave and really what it's looked like for me as a business owner, as a leader, as other people's coach and consultant to actually intentionally sit down, kind of map out what I wanted maternity leave to look like not just for myself from a personal perspective, but also for my company and how I would prefer for my company to continue to show up and serve not only you and our community, but also our active clients, right? So today I kind of wanted to let you in behind the scenes and really just break down for you exactly how that has all turned out, right? So I plan on doing another episode, uh, you know, at the tail end of maternity leave to really get y'all in on, okay, but this is actually what happened. But fun fact, I am literally about to begin maternity leave. So all of this planning, all of the work, all of the content batching, everything that's been done up until this point is at the ready state. You know what I'm saying? So now that maternity leave is officially a go, I wanted to let you in behind the scenes and give you kind of just that that sneak peek around what it has actually looked like to get all of this stuff done. So go ahead, get cozy, because as soon as we come back, we are going to dig right into it. Hello, my friend, it's Tiana Tai, Team Dynamics Consultant and trained industrial organizational psychologist, helping you to become a better leader than your last boss. And right now, you are tuning in to the go-to podcast for entrepreneurs building and leading teams, hiring, onboarding, management, or maybe you just want some general advice about building your business. Well, let me assure you, you are in the right place. So go ahead, crack open a fresh notebook because you are listening to TIPOD. This episode is brought to you by the Expecting CEO Affirmation Deck. I'm telling y'all, I was honestly a bit overwhelmed as soon as my husband and I decided that we were going to start trying to conceive. It was this idea of adding on another layer of responsibility, another role on top of showing up every day as a CEO, as a wife, as a daughter, as a friend, right? So instead of falling into that fear spiral, which I tried, I started to really lean into mindset work. And that began this beautiful journey of identifying negative beliefs and doing the work to shift them into affirmations. And that's exactly how the Expecting CEO Pregnancy Affirmation Card Deck was born pun intended. So whether it's you or a loved one that is running your business and growing a human at the same time, the Expecting CEO Pregnancy Affirmation Card Deck is a resource unlike any other. Each affirmation was curated specifically with business owners in mind. Head on over to the expectingceo.com slash affirmation deck to snag yours today. Alrighty, so are you ready to chat maternity leave? Like, okay, this is going to be a very open and transparent conversation. I wrote down a few points that I wanted to make sure I hit with you. Uh, so let's just really get into it now. Okay, so when I was first thinking about maternity leave, y'all know me, I'm super intentional, I am forward thinking, like very future oriented. So I actually put a lot of thought into it before we even conceived, right? 
So if you go check out episode 69, the we're expecting our first trimester recap, you can hear a lot more about my initial thinking in those early stages. I actually want to go back and listen to that episode now that I'm on the tail end of this journey. But whenever I was thinking about maternity leave, I really wanted to start at the end, right? So I did a lot of vision work around what maternity leave should look like for me. You know what I'm saying? You know, you hear a lot about, you know, three months here, two weeks here, depends on where you're at, what the average is for a maternity leave. But I really just wanted to kind of dial in on what exactly I wanted for myself and for my own experience. So literally that same vision work that, you know, we do for business, we do for our strategic goals, blah, 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 blah. I sat down and just started kind of journaling about what I wanted this to look like for me. So personally, I know myself (laughs) and I know that particularly in seasons that can be a little more challenging, a little less, um, you know, less in my comfort zone. I tend to be a relatively private and reclusive person naturally, right? So I'm definitely not the person who kind of like wants to vlog about my whole experience. I'm not the person who's like super, you know, out there with it. I'm very much a person that turns inwards when things are challenging or a little uncomfortable or what have you. And so with that in mind, I really wanted to honor the posture that I could most anticipate I would take. Of course, again, I am literally just now about to go on maternity leave. I haven't even had Grayson yet. He is still in my belly at the time of recording. Uh, So I don't actually know for sure if that's what's going to happen. But because in other situations in life, I kind of knew that about myself. And I knew that I liked to, you know, be surrounded by my inner circle. I like to not feel like I'm needed in other areas when I'm trying to focus so much on this one pretty challenging area. So because I had that insight into myself and how I tend to handle situations that I think are kind of sort of similar, I really wanted to make sure that the vision for my maternity leave really matched up with that. So the vision overall in a nutshell really is I wanted to be able to take at least two months completely off. And by completely off, I mean very little responsibility. So like no meetings are on the books. There is no upcoming client work that I'm responsible for. Literally, nobody is really going to be checking for me basically during those two months. And so I'll talk a little bit about that in a bit. But we did put some things in place from a business perspective to make sure that our current existing clients who will continue to work with my company, with me, uh, throughout the duration of my maternity leave are still going to be served in the capacity that they need to be served, despite me being able to fully take a step back and pretty much honestly remove myself for about two months. And then besides that, my vision was honestly regular stuff. Like I want to be able, I love the fact that Grayson's going to be born at the beginning of springtime. I want to spend a lot of time outside, spend a lot of time resting, really just stepping into this new role of parenthood that honestly, like (laughs) I know nothing about because I've never done it before. All I know is in theory and what I've seen from family and friends and colleagues and all of that. So really, again, just prioritizing the season of life that I and my family is in which is family-centric, right? And I think as business owners, sometimes we we want to apologize for that and we feel bad, especially as like these high-performing business owners, but there is a season for everything. And so family-centricity is the season that I'm in and I'm fully owning it. And so that really was the anchor to the vision that I set out. 
Okay. So with the vision in mind, the next thing that really came up for me super, super early on, like I remember doing this uh, late summer of 2021, was thinking about our sales and marketing strategy at a very high level for the entire year. So I was literally thinking about that um, as soon as we conceived, basically, like as soon as we found out we were officially expecting, I wanted to kind of wrap my arms around that because as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you know that there's a lot of work that goes into any season of launch, active selling, that sort of thing. And even some of my evergreen, you know, Dream Hire Bootcamp Dream Team Toolkit, we needed to make some improvements, fix a couple things in the funnels, like that sort of stuff. So in order to do that effectively and figure out what needed to be delegated on to Evelyn, my um, core team member, I had to really map out what sales and marketing was going to look like through the tail end of 2021 and through quarter one and quarter two of 2022. So I spent a lot of time. I worked with my coach, Maya Elias, and we really spent a good amount of energy thinking through what felt feasible. And again, what felt feasible in alignment Da, 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 with that vision that I set out, right? And so I can recall just an example. Um, I did end up launching my mastermind and my mastermind actually started up. I didn't know this was going to happen, but it did start up literally right around the time that we actually conceived Grayson. And so what was amazing about that is I had already taken the time to think through long term if I were to become pregnant, you know, during the year long mastermind that I was offering to my clients, what would that look like? So because I had already thought that through, it didn't necessarily add on any stress or like put the offer or the way that I was able to show up for my clients in jeopardy. Um, it really just called me into action a little bit quicker and was like, okay, so we're doing this, right? I'm really glad that we thought about this in advance. So that's the sort of thing that I'm talking about here. But again, really mapping it out all the way through quarter two of 2022. And at this point, of recording. We're in February of 2022. And so we know the sales and marketing strategy for the duration of the year. Like we've planned Q3 and Q4 at this point. But early on, I wanted to make sure I at least had it planned out through Q2 because going through Q2 would put us at the tail end of my maternity leave, which was not necessarily what I wanted because I still wanted to have a general idea of what was going to happen when I got back. But bare minimum, I wanted things to be situated, obviously, through when I was gone. Hope that made sense. Okay, so once we had that overarching sales marketing strategy mapped out, obviously, there's a lot of, you know, behind the scenes work that comes with, you know, putting those things into place, particularly because even if I, and did I live launch? Yeah, I live launched the mastermind um, while I was expecting. I live launched it twice, actually. And so I did experience some live launching while expecting. Obviously, we did not plan any live launching to occur, you know, this time of the year while I'm on maternity leave. But it really, really challenged me throughout this planning process to find, honestly, some of the motivation and the oomph behind making sure a lot of the the assets required, the content required, the strategic thinking, all of that work needed to be done well in advance of anything that was happening, right? So again, I'll give you an example. Um, 
you know, while I'm on maternity leave, content being produced by Tiana Tyco does not necessarily stop. Tiepod does not stop. And so what that required was a lot of batch work, right? And so there was a lot of you know, we had the sales strategy. So we had to make sure that the content matched up with the marketing and sales strategy. And then everything needed to be pre-recorded. Captions needed to be pre-written. So there was just a lot of work that was happening. And it was a very interesting feeling because, you know, honestly, I'll I'll keep it real with y'all. I tend to procrastinate a little bit, like content gets made on the fly sometimes. So this was really stretching my muscle of batch working. Um, and creating all of this content, all of this great stuff that is kind of just sitting there for a little while. And so I don't know, that was an interesting experience because if you have never fully flexed that batch work muscle, um, it can feel a little strange. So here I was, you know, I've got even to date, I've got like four months of Tipod is just there. It's ready to go for y'all. You know what I mean? And it's been ready to go since like winter, which is insane. You see what I'm saying? And so that was something that a lot of time and effort went into. And so I want to speak pretty, pretty briefly, because this is going to like be dependent based on your team and exactly what types of things that you're creating in advance, blah, 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 blah. But um, for my team, for Evelyn in particular, you know, Evelyn, my core team member, the associate consultant here on Team Time, we did a lot of this work together. So just to give you insight into how she was involved in this whole process, um, the high level sales and marketing that was done you know, by myself, obviously, as the CEO and the visionary of the company. And I consulted, you know, my business coach and some other people in creating that plan. And so once that yearly plan was created, I looped Evelyn in just to give some insight, some input from her own vantage point as the second person in charge of making sure that all of that stuff actually happens. And so we ended up having, I would say, two dedicated meetings specifically with maternity leave as as like the main meeting topic. You know what I'm saying? So I want to say the first meeting lasted about two hours and the second meeting was about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. So a good amount of time was spent just she and I really walking through all of the plans and breaking things down into, you know, from discrete tasks, what needs to be done? What was I responsible for? What was she responsible for? Did we need to outsource any of the things to like a designer or what have you? So we did two meetings for that. And then beyond those two deep dive meetings, every weekly meeting, it was a recurring topic. You know what I mean? So some weeks it was like, no, like we're still ticking forward on creating this content, on doing these things, prepping for maternity leave, nothing to add here. And then other weeks it would be like, well, you know, we really want to um, enhance our presence on LinkedIn. Like that's something that we talked about. So does Evelyn need to go and go through this specific training so that she can kind of upskill herself in that area in the meantime? You know what I mean? So there would be kind of like ad hoc things that would come up in those weekly meetings. And we would just kind of like take them as they came based on, you know, whatever was coming up for us at the time. So speaking of upskilling, let me speak to that just super, super quickly. I think that one of the best things that 
I, as a leader, really, really focused on throughout this entire process was ensuring not only that Evelyn had tasks, like tasks are great, but mm, she's not a task rabbit. She's a whole associate consultant. So we also worked together throughout those meetings that I just mentioned to identify different projects that she would be interested in contributing to. And so by taking it a step further and giving her a little bit more autonomy, we also identified different areas where she needed to be able to develop her skill set ahead of time so that I could confidently trust her to handle it and step away and release control, if that makes sense. So I'll give you an example. One of our new focus areas uh, since the beginning of 2021, before I was expecting, was starting to leverage our platform over on LinkedIn a bit better, right? And so it became really, really important for Evelyn to begin to engage on LinkedIn as a team member of Tiana Tyco and to really like help us get our footing as a company. So some of the things that came with that was not only interacting in the groups and, and newsletters and doing lives and whatnot, but also creating our own newsletter for LinkedIn. And so that was an area where we dedicated some time to her, like getting the appropriate direction on how to do that, like figuring out what the best layout was going to be, you know, just all the things that come with creating some new content like that. That was a big thing that we needed to figure out ahead of time. So that by the time I left, we had already uh, published a few iterations of that newsletter, right? So now that I am going on maternity leave, she's done it a number of times. I'm confident in her ability to do it. Like it's not going to be a mess out there. And so, you know what I mean? Like working out which skill sets, which new things need to be learned from her part so that as I leave, we can continue to grow, not just necessarily maintain. And that was something that was really important for me just based on the season of business that we're in. Alrighty, so the the last and final point that I think I'd like to share with you today, just based on some of the questions that I've been getting asked in the DMs and whatnot, is about the transition for my clients and really what that has looked like. So I'll keep it a hundred with you, I think from literally like week 12. So once I hit the 12 weeks, I was more so comfortable like letting people know like, hey, we're expecting blah, 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 right? And so once I hit 12 weeks, I'm pretty sure on the very next, I don't know if it was week 12, 13 or 14, but the very next uh, session that I had with my mastermind clients in particular, we went ahead and told them. We were like, hey, this is so exciting. This is what's going on. And so at that time, I was clearly like very freshly pregnant. And so I didn't really have much to share with them, right? So the way that I approached it was just like very human. And I was like, hey, this is what's going on. We're really excited about it. You know, we feel super, super encouraged because this container was designed to be able to accommodate for something like this. And so I was really able because, again, whenever I even designed the mastermind, I thought through, okay, how would I go about, you know, supporting my clients if if I became an expecting CEO, right? And so because I had thought that through, I kind of already had a perspective on it. And I was just really able to share that with my clients um, and be completely transparent with them and say, like, 
maternity leave has not been fully fleshed out yet. Like we have some ideas about how we want it to go, um, but we haven't like put pen to paper quite yet. So please just stay tuned. You know, we will be sure to let you know at least three months in advance what my official maternity leave plans are going to look like and how that's going to impact our time together in the mastermind. Because basically... I um, conceived in June of 2021 and will be having Grayson end of February, beginning of March 2022. And my mastermind is a year long mastermind. And so those clients won't be done until June of 2022. So there's a little bit of overlap there. So we just had to have like a super open and honest conversation about that. And then we revisited, like I promised, about three months before maternity leave. So right after the holiday season, somewhere right around that. It may have been, I can't even remember pregnancy brain. It may have been right before or right after the holiday season. We revisited the topic um, and Evelyn and I were able to share the full breakdown of exactly what was going to go down in their biweekly sessions and how they were going to continue to be supported. And it was honestly just so I don't know, validating may be the wrong word, just like so refreshing. And it felt so good to still have clients, not only who like understood and were super gracious about the whole thing, but who still felt served and still felt shown up for because they could tell that we had put so much foresight and so much thought into exactly how this was going to go. And then when we actually presented them with the maternity leave plans, of course, y'all know me, I'm always like, give me input, give me feedback. Like, is there something that you're concerned about? (laughs) So they were able to chime in and they really didn't chime in with much of anything that changed anything. But just like having that open conversation and giving them the space to react to it well in advance and to let me know, you know, if there was anything coming up for them that they felt like I needed to be involved in versus Evelyn being able to support them. Like just being able to talk through all of that was really, really incredible. Alrighty. So in a nutshell, I think those are the main topic areas that I wanted to be sure to come on here and cover with you. Again, just based on some of the things I've been asked over and over as we've gone about really planning a true maternity leave for myself as a first time mom, as an entrepreneur, as a leader, a boss, all the things. And so per usual, like if there's anything else you wanted to know, please feel free to leave a comment, come DM me, I'll make sure to address it. And like I said, y'all got to hold me accountable. Like I really want to come back after maternity leave and set the record straight and be 100% transparent and be like, yo, I thought I was ready. This is what worked. This is what didn't work. Let's talk about it. I promise to come back and share the honest to goodness truth with you at that time. But in the meantime, I will see you on the next episode of Tidepod. Like I said, my friend, we keeping it rocking and rolling, even while I'm going to be away, you know, learning how to breastfeed and doing all the things. (laughs) You've got episodes every Tuesday. So I will see you next Tuesday. 